Welcome everyone to the Making Learning Visible podcast, a window into the world of teaching and learning at Renbrook School. My name is Betsy Flynn, and I'm joined by my co-host, Dave Blodgett. Uh, Dave, can you believe this is our fifth podcast? No, fifth, number five, season two. <laughs> this is good. So today we are talking with our second grade teachers, Santa Grabicki and Carrie Laspada, about their curriculum redesign. Now, it's one thing to tweak your curriculum, but to... Uh, completely redo the entire thing. Tell mm-hmm. us, what yeah. was the impetus behind taking on such a project this summer? What was the yeah. thinking behind that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think both of us, um, Sandy's so good at second grade curriculum, and it was all brand new to me. Um, there were a lot of puzzle pieces that were kind of hard for me to figure out how to make sense of. So um, we looked at trying to find a theme that would weave through, and history was one of those easy ways to do it. And we had been um, teaching the state of Connecticut prior to that, so we just took that and made it grander um, and thought about, you know, this area um, and our home and learning about the mountain and Renbrook and really kind of getting into the nitty-gritty of it and learning about where we live and where we are every day. So how did you go about doing a roadmap or floor plan or whatever for the uh, curriculum. So you're trying in your math, your um, reading, language arts. How did you go about doing that? Well, there are a couple great articles that I read to sort of start it all off that were some really interesting ones about um, this gentleman who lived in uh, Brooklyn, who was, or the Lower East Side, sorry, who was talking about making history come alive for his children who were in the classroom. And he talked about, you know, just looking at the people who had walked through the doorway before the ch- the other children had. And then the Connecticut Historical Society has so many really cool exhibits that were going on over the summer. And they had this pathway that walked through history of Connecticut. And it sort of tied into so many things that were on our mountain that then looking at our reading curriculum, we said, well, wait, we can tie in some of our reading here. And if we tie in our reading, well, the writing kind of goes with the reading. And then the math kind of goes with the reading and the writing. So it all sort of like a bunch of puzzle pieces came together. It was a little bit risky, (laughs) but but it was kind of cool to throw all the curriculum on the table like a big puzzle and just sort of figure out how it all intertwined. Mm-hmm. We've been doing a great job keeping up with exactly <laughs> the math. piece by piece. Yeah. yeah. We do check off all the parts of the map. We do. Color-coded so, it. Yeah. And every week that we plan or every month that we plan, we go back and we look at those posters and make sure that everything's aligning and we're doing it to a T. So you literally took a big piece of paper mm-hmm. and started mapping it out. and. Yep. You probably had your reading curriculum near you and your math curriculum and trying to figure out mess. how. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like four tables worth of yeah. stuff. Figuring but out how. Carrie's mind. Timing-wise, <laughs> how each of the. Um, <laughs> love you. <laughs> each of the different uh, units fit into all the different. Um, yeah, I mean, I think most units you can mold to. Mm-hmm fit what you want. I mean, mysteries is mysteries, but if it's mysteries of dead people on your hill, that's kind of cool, you know, or mysteries of different artifacts that children happen, you know, that have happened to be discovered on your mountain or mysteries of the plants that happen to be living on your mountain. You can twist and turn curriculum so it fits in your 
your boxes kind of nicely. Like we started with the Native Americans and we tied that into reading because we talked about legends. So we read different legends and then we brought it into the writing. The kids wrote their own legends and we actually brought Catherine Justice into it because she worked with the kids as well. So we really are integrating across the curriculum with the specialists yeah. as well. And we did art too that tied in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just trying to get as many pieces of the puzzle to fit together so it made sense for kids because too many disconnected pieces I think is really hard for the littles. What I think is really cool is that you're trying something brand new and you're just jumping into it and you don't have all the answers about how this is going to be received or you may be tweaking things along the way, but it's okay. So you don't mm-hmm. have to have all the answers before you dive into something yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah, we've hit a few bumps, but I think you just look at the bumps and say, okay, well, next year we'll do it a little differently, but we just, you know, patch the holes in the dam as we need to go. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking to different people. So Howard Wright came to talk to us about the earth and the crust and the dinosaurs. Um, we've been integrating it with even our read-alouds. We were reading The Magic Treehouse with the American Revolution, which is what we're talking about right now. So whether it's in reading or read alouds our writing um, we've talked to people outside of school in school so how are you finding the kids reacting to it because oh they're loving it yeah. can't get enough that's a problem yeah. Yeah. we don't have yeah. enough answers fast enough like i have to study this stuff all over again what is Carrie's a good storyteller is it the stories is that what's I think engaging it, because to them? history is a story mm-hmm. it's a story of people and the yes. people who where your feet were another person tread their feet as well so it's really cool I mean we went to the Connecticut Historical Society and they thought they were going to surprise the kids with all these great facts and the kids were like oh we know that story oh we know that story the charter we got that you know, we got City. yeah we're all over and they were so impressed because it was a program that actually it's for third to fifth grade they've never had a second grade come and our kids knew so much and the woman said I just am blown away by how much your kids already know uh, that's, that's a nice thing to hear yeah it was great but it's exciting they're loving into it. a story. If yeah. you tell the story kid-friendly, I mean... Well, you know. Terry's very animated when she tells her stories. There's <laughs> oh, a lot of life that comes. Yeah. The theatric entertainment, yes. Yep, yep. But then they're learning something about being a good storyteller, too, mm-hmm. in, the, in the process. That's right. It's the way you tell a story that's as important what the story is. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah. The battles of the Revolutionary War are great, but for littles, it's not so much. But yeah. if you tell the drama of the people involved and King George Third and all of his life drama, you know, mm. oh, yeah. it gets exciting. Plenty <laughs> of fodder there yes. for discussion yeah it's, and again we have to do things kid friendly you know we're, we're talking about seven-year-old <coughs> children we don't want to really bring heavy wars in there but yeah. we do have to say there's conflict and with conflict sometimes comes people that make bad decisions and well so i wanted to ask you about that what there there are throughout american history there are a lot of a lot of conflicts and some that are they're, they're hard to talk about, even for adults. How have you broached some of those so cultural conflicts that have happened and things yeah. like that? that? Those were heavy. So we've, you know, the Connecticut Historical Society has been really awesome about supplementing our materials. But also we talk to the kids about bad decisions in history. If we don't talk about them, we're never going to change yeah. mm-hmm. that happening again. So we explain it as sort of we're telling you these things and they stink and they're awful and people made terrible decisions, but we're telling you so you don't do the same thing again mm-hmm. because you're going to be in these leadership jobs at some point. Yeah. You are going to be a leader of someone or something or somehow, mm-hmm. and you need to remember in the back of your head, oh, that was a bad call. We're not mm-hmm. going to do that. And we get to make a difference and keep changing it. 
moving forward. And we just are very careful with what we say and how much we say and knowing that we want to introduce the children to this and educate them as seven and eight-year-olds and then let their parents, if they want to delve into it a little bit more, they can. Mm -hmm. Um, But we are just kind of opening the doors. Some of our kids have dug pretty deep. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had to have some heavy discussions. Slavery was a heavy discussion. And it was emotional for a lot of kids, but a good emotional. They got really deep in their soul, Mm -hmm. and they shared a lot. They looked at pictures, and they expressed themselves, and um, they were great conversations. Yeah. Well, we we told them the story of Bristow, and... um, who was a slave up here, and that was really confusing because in their head, slavery was down south, and this was not a thing that was happening up here. But we we had to break the news that you know, like this is you were not immune to this. This is in your backyard too. Right. So right. it was really heavy, but I think they walked away mm-hmm. pretty, mm-hmm. you know, like we had a good discussion about it. It wasn't a big secret. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about what's coming up? What what's next? Um, yeah. We just finished the Revolutionary War and their their discussion of the Revolutionary War and how America earned its independence. And we talked about that word, independence, and it came up in a lot of our texts. So that was kind of cool. Um, and now we're going to move on to the Industrial Revolution and inventions, which eventually will read, lead us to Frederick Rentschler. Oh, yeah. And we have a few students who have taken on an independent project to learn about the school and the history. And so they come in during recess and they work with Catherine and they learn as much as they can, and they're uh, recording with the green screen, and they're doing a whole big piece completely by themselves because they're excited and passionate about it. And so that is really awesome, and that's taking what we've done, and they are just kind of going on their own, and they're soaring with this. So that's really cool to see. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's what we would hope for every student to get a chance to go deeper. Yeah. Something that sparks them. they want to do, right. But we do allow for Genius Hour, too, which gives the kids time to explore some of the things that maybe they had questions about. And the library has such great resources. They now learned how to do Pebble Go, and they, you know, they they dig pretty deep, which is awesome. It's what you want. You have taken, you you mentioned the Historical Society. You traveling, taking them other places besides that? We went to the Historical Society. We went to the theater. We um, also had someone. Imported. (laughs) We've had some imports um, from the Historical Society. Oh, yeah, come to visit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so it's been a little hard managing the field trip aspect of things, which I think we'll work on for next year. Gotcha. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. When you're redoing a curriculum, logistics will will definitely enter the picture. Yeah. Well, well, this this has been a great conversation. Is there anything else that you would like to tell people who are listening to this, wondering when they were considering a curriculum redesign? Is there advice that you you're I know you're steeped in it right now, but is there something that you learned in the process yourself about? Yeah, take the risk. It's really fun. I think we didn't realize how connected so many pieces of the curriculum were until we laid it all out on the table. And 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 I'd like to say it's important to have a partner you work so well with because that's really what makes it. You know, we both have strengths, and so we bring that to the table, whether it's one, one of us is stronger in social studies or writing or reading, and we really work together to make it um, a piece that fits for our kids and for us. That's a good point. Yeah, and I think don't be afraid to ask questions because we, we are learning a lot, mm-hmm. you know, relearning history because when we were kids it was in a book and it was told mm-hmm. by one 
one version. And so right. we are learning a lot of different versions of history, which is really kind of cool. Well, that's being a historian. That's approaching history as a detective more than just a sponge. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a really good way to and do it. And it's such a good age to start having children learn that history is complex mm-hmm. as human beings mm-hmm. are complex. Mm-hmm. And there's not one way to teach it. Because people are um, coming, we're coming at it from different perspectives, and mm-hmm. that's really important for them to start learning something that we were never taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and learning about hard history along the way is really important as well. Yeah, and point of view is important. You know, kids are learning what point of view really means yeah. and who's telling the story and how that story is coming out. Yes, and I think in the end, you know, we're trying to celebrate the Rentlers, and we'd like to have a little tea to honor them. And I think for the kids to really bring it home. All of this and what it comes down to is this is where we are. This is our home. And it's real. Yep. It's, it's, it's this is the history of us. Yeah. 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 And you can see the evidence, which is also kind of cool. Well, I just I love hearing the passion in your voices mm-hmm. uh, about this project. And I want to thank you both for sharing your history under our feet. And I want to tell our audience that you can see... Uh, the roadmap of the second grade integrated curriculum in the uh, Making Learning Visible showcase, which is directly across from Stedman Auditorium. You can see some student work. You can see the thinking that went behind um, this uh, integrated work. And it's really um, it's really amazing what you've done. So thank you. Yeah, congratulations. Thank Love you. where it's going. Great. Thanks. So Dave, that's it. That's Number it. five. I know. <laughs> Keep going. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks.